Oh, they're on the way, right? I, I'm kind of, mm. Not as regular as that. Doesn't count. Yeah. Hoverboards. Hey, we can. Mm. Oh, it's got, we- it's, got, it's got wheels. Okay, big screen TVs. <gasps> there you go. We do have those flat screen ones of that. Virtual reality goggles. Oh, we got those. I'm going to give that a half. Yeah, that, that, that I think we've got pass. pretty good VR. It's a pass, yeah. Uh, I remember us playing it at my house and you knocking <laughs> over uh, a lot of stuff because there's a fun fight game Man, where it, I was in a it, bar fight. Bar yeah, fights. so I had, to, I, had to f- I had to win, you know? You know what I love about that game is one, you can just throw darts at people and they'll start fighting you and then you yeah. can break bottles. I love that if you knock them down, you can literally pick them up and like throw, throw them through the window. Throw them at other people. <laughs> bar fight's That's one so of the fun. greatest. VR games of all time uh, because it doesn't look real. Right. And I think when the games are too real, it gives you a headache and it makes you nauseous. And there's the uncanny yeah. valley of those spooky faces. They still got a lot of work to do, but I'm glad that VR is making some strides. It's kind of fun. It's just, yeah. It's a little expensive now. Anyway. Uh, next thing Jaws 19. Oh, damn, dude. No, we I'm just get... kidding. It didn't happen. We didn't, <laughs> I was gonna we didn't, say, I was like, we didn't get that we didn't far. We didn't get that far. Uh, but this <laughs> didn't happen in exactly 2015. I forget the year it happened. But the Cubs winning the World Series. Oh, damn. Uh, the Cubs did win the World Series. It, they had been the longest stretch since winning the World Series. Whoa. I think they won in like 1916 and then won again uh, uh, maybe 2016. Let me let oh, me actually look this well, up. Maybe the Doc and Marty of our universe Went back in time at a slightly different oh, date. This is actually closer than I thought. Mm. Uh, so 2015, that's the year they come back. Uh, uh, the uh, Cubs won the World Series in 2016 against ah, uh, the dude, Cleveland so Indians, now known as the Cleveland Guardians. Their last victory was 1908. So they had one of the longest stretches without yeah. winning. But there we go. Happy Back to the Future Day, where we kind of got some of the things correct. Eh. few of them. Not the good stuff. Hoverboards. Amazon Prime is a little too scary fast. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. On the radio. Ooh, scary internet Spooky. things. That's what social cues is all about. The internet. Radio mixes together and Amazon Prime is a little freaky because I ordered... First a bitch. Yeah. Wait, um, whoa. Oh, sorry. You ordered a bitch? <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. First I ordered a bitch. Yeah, Pickle, my dog. It is about her. Oh. Uh, no, I'm going <laughs> to complain about Amazon. You know what? Wait, I'll, 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 coming up, why I'm angry at Amazon and how they're exploiting people. In a different way. This oh is a God. new okay. thing. Oh There's God. many, much exploitation <laughs> out there on the behalf of Jeff Bezos. Mine is more specific. Uh, yes. But yes, why is Let it freaking you out? Let me tell you the, the freaky good part of it first. <laughs> yeah, the spooky good part. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. We spooky good part. <laughs> so, speaking of spooky and Halloween... um. I already know what I want to be for Halloween. Yeah. And I am not telling you guys. Why not? It's I a told surprise. you mine. It's a surprise. I well, had I... to leave it as a surprise. Oh, okay. okay. Well, be... so you will eventually tell us come I Halloween. I mean, you'll know at least Fuck. whenever I wear it. Oh, I got so nervous. I was like, to why won't you fair, tell us? <laughs> to be fair, I only told Emily mine because I needed to borrow a wig from her. That is true. That is true. Will you bring you... that tomorrow, by the way? Yes. Okay, you just, thank you. Just send me a text. Remind okay. me. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I came up with this genius idea for my Halloween costume, and I was talking about it with some people in the office. Oops, sorry, you guys weren't there. But it's a secret kind of for you guys, not okay. necessarily for, so like... So this is a fun surprise to show your co uh, co co co-host. The co-worker, sure. Yes. I'm going to look That's it up us. on Wikipedia. Yes. 
Um, Spoil it. So Emily's costume, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if it did work and I realized I wasn't a simulation at that point? Yeah. yeah that everybody is just a robot and that we all are pre-programmed to do stuff every Not robot, day. necessarily. Could be, point being. Point being. Um, Emily's I had this going costume and I, I really wanted, and I was talking about it, and I decided to buy it on Amazon as I was talking about it in the office. And then literally less than 24 hours later, I want to say like 14 hours later, it arrived at my door. And so, so that means they probably had it in a distribution facility within the yeah, DFW but it was Houston kind of like, Austin yeah. range. Why like Is it that popular enough? I I just didn't I don't know. I mean, I guess it's popular, but I I just never thought that it would be popular enough where they're like, "Oh, we have to have these on hand because everybody's oh. ordering them and they need them now." So then the next Interesting. day I came back into the office and I was like, "Oh yeah, yesterday when I was trying on my costume and they were like, "Wait, what? Didn't you just order it? And yeah. that was the first time that I put together how quickly it got delivered that because my days bizarre. are so long Ooh. that I don't realize it until I said it out, out loud. And and then everybody ignored how cool my costume was. And instead, they just want to talk about how freaky it was uh. that it was already there. And they were more interested in oh, that. Oh man, so. Amazon stole your, your, your thunder. They stole my thunder with their, their but speediness. But it is pretty freaky. It's very freaky. How do they get that so fast? I know, because she was talking about it. Her phone recorded the conversation, (laughs) already had it being sent on the way. So by the time you placed your order, Mm -hmm. it was already in transit. Yes. It showed up. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you were uh, that far off. Now, (laughs) my complaint about Amazon, why it pisses me off and is scaring me Uh, with their prices. Okay. uh, I part of my costume is an accessory, which is going to be uh, my puppy, Mr. President. Thank you. Um, so I needed an an accessory. I can't tell you what. It's a sure. secret. Sure. Um, I We're look all at it. I, I type in name accessory slash dog, and then I see it, and it's like thirty, forty, fifty bucks for this. I'm like, damn, that's expensive. Oh my gosh. And I'm looking. I'm like, I could get this as this, and then I was like, wait a minute, and I type in accessory slash child. 10 to $20. Same uh, sort of dimension. Obviously different, but same kind of dimension, same material, same everything, but they're taking advantage of uh, of, think, of doggy dads. Is that an Amazon thing, or is that sort of like a just an overall business thing? You know, although there's like a pink tax for stuff. Uh, yeah, you got the puppy yeah, tax. Yeah, you buy like a razor for a dude, tax. it's like ten, it's cheaper. a few bucks, and then it's a few bucks more for a lady, something yep. like that. Being the exact same thing, just as a pink, you know. This is the brown. So tax. I wonder if there's, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I wonder if it's just that, or if it, you think it's Amazon. And I don't know, man. I'm saying, it could be more there. It could be a bigger conspiracy afoot. A bigger conspiracy, yeah. Than that, it's not like just Amazon. Maybe when you were ordering, Mr. P isn't actually a dog, but a child. No, he's an alien. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at these conspiracies. I I, I don't do those things. (laughs) I just think Amazon is crazy. Get bent, you flippin' doodle smoker. Matt Bearden's here for Parent Pickup, and I guess we're going back to the 1920s insults, are we? Well, I had to clean it up because I know kids are in the car. But uh, what do you do if your kid's got a potty mouth? How do you uh, how do you go about it? How do you handle it? Oh, uh, you laugh because it's really funny. It's funny that you say that because the very first thing that child <laughs> psychologists say is if you have a younger child, say preschool age, toddler, and they curse, 
you should never laugh, even oh, if it is man. hilarious. They say <laughs> it teaches at a very young age that you can get attention the stimulation of, by, mm-hmm. by cursing, oh. which is, I think, probably what happened to CJ. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, here, here, many yeah. things happen that we can't get into here. They said but. also getting angry shows your kid that that word is special and has power. They're saying that the best thing you can do is be completely straight-faced and don't even acknowledge that anything has happened whatsoever, and the kid will throw it away and get bored in a hurry. If your okay. kids are a little older, school age, you can kind of, you know, they say, you know, explain to it in a calm way to your kids why it's not We great. don't say that in public. Yeah, generally you don't want to yell at them, get angry, and then right. curse right back at them. That oh, is that is achieved nothing. I was like, can you cuss back? Uh, yeah, well, no. Um, I get it. They also say, hey, try to figure out why your kids, what they're trying to communicate by cursing. Are they angry? Are they bored? Are they frustrated? Trying to be funny? And they said once you figure that out, then you can give a different word in context. Crap uh, instead of the S word. And uh, if your teen is a little older, they said, look, it, 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 you got to set boundaries, but also have to realize your teen is hearing and seeing all this at school on the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the idea of being oof. able to maybe clamp down on that is ridiculous. And all you're going to do is create a bigger problem Plus, by trying to be weird. You got to remember it. puberty, man. That tough was the time. Those were tough times. Let them cuss a little bit. You know, yeah, <laughs> we need it. They say if you're a family that you're not okay with cursing, that you can give a kid some space. Let them know why you're not okay with cursing, but also hear their thoughts on why they said what they said and try to be not judgmental about it. I'll say this. My wife and I, we curse around the house. We're cursors. We had kids a little later in life. We may not be the average parents, but we told our kids early on, you're allowed to say anything you want. You can use any curse word you want for any reason. It needs to be appropriate, used properly, right? And then we said, here's the other thing that's on you. It reflects poorly on you. If you curse at school, you're giving your teachers an idea about who you are and what you are. And you may not want that reflection on you. That's all we've ever said. We can get some soap in the mouth. My kids do not curse. And it actually they stuns don't. me. It stuns yeah. me because of how much my wife and I do curse. And they occasionally have used it. Uh, my son, I think once, one time, he used it in a joke. He used it properly. I gave him kudos. <laughs> and and my daughter nice. <laughs> my daughter has twice used it. Uh, once when she was relating a story and it helped the story. And another time, she absolutely pwned a guy. And <laughs> oh, I was she's, like, she's, your daughter is good with the insults. She's oh. learned from you. Yeah. And so I was like, here's the thing. I can't be angry because that was really well done. <laughs> you didn't do it in earshot of that person, so they're not physically or even mentally hurt. But my God, what an incredible dunk you just had on that dude. And Ooh. I was like, yeah, all right. No foul, no harm, no foul. But uh, the one thing I told my kids is, look, if you do curse in front of a teacher, there you're going to get in trouble, and you're on your own. I'm not coming to bat for you because no one came to bat for me. I spent a lot of time <laughs> in detention because of this mouth. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. The best burger in Austin, or is it? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! I gotta go after some of my coworkers here because, uh... Jason Dick, my host on 1027 ESPN's Almost Sports, 11 to 1 p.m. Uh, every Thursday we do a draft. 
Doesn't have to be a sports thing, Nick included in this one. And uh, we did a draft of the best burgers in Austin. Now, before I get into this, just shut up, okay? Just vote at the damn poll and shut up. Yes, we left off a lot of places. Yeah. Dirty Martins, Hilberts. Yeah. I mean, that's Hat not Creek, the, for God's sake. That's but not the point of this multiple choice question. Pick no things provided, right? We're only allowed to pick four. <laughs> yeah. And the object is, is to win the draft with the best four, but not equivocally come up with the favorite burger, which is impossible to do because yeah. I haven't tried Bad Larry's Burger yet. Uh, anyhow, Jason won, and I think he only won because he always goes with very UT yeah. kind of picks. Uh, and two of his, especially Crown and Anchor, very University of Texas. But I very think good. overall, I have the more solid four. Let's read this really quick. Mm. Nick chose Jewboy Burgers. Solid. Delicious. Phil's Ice House. Solid. Underrated. Uh, because he brought up the slider thing where they have so many different good burgers named after different neighborhoods in Austin. Uh, and you can just get the sliders. Have a whole little pack of That's different cool. ones. Plow Burger, which is very vegetarian, no. And Perry's Steakhouse, no, you don't go to a steakhouse and get a burger. Understandable, but that's not. Anyway, go Jason, on. Dan's Hamburgers. Sure. Very good one. Crown Best and food. Anchor, great one. Yeah. Top Notch, a classic, even Solid. though he admitted to have never, ever having been to Top Notch. He just said it because of Dazed and Confused. That's oh, so, so his answers are basically just nostalgia. And what a burger. Exactly. Which sure, what a burger! Yeah, great fast food burger. Uh, yeah, my I think four, that's I think that's the uh, the cheap option to pick, in my opinion. These as the, far as like getting a Texas audience to vote for you. These are my four, uh, and I was the last in the draft, but yeah. I think I chose pretty solid. Casino El Camino. Oh yeah, the best burger in Austin. The staff there is angry. You are inside. How dare you order a drink at our bar and order a burger here? We're too cool for you. That's what makes it taste good. Uh, Billy's on Burnett. Same yeah, thing. Absolutely. Good, good local dive bar, good dive burgers. The uh, locals, regulars, they're also angrier there. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Chili's on 45th and Lamar. Mm. Chili's has some of the best mushroom Swiss burgers <laughs> ever. Hey, it's not a real place, though, right? It's a real place, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, man. It's been a joke for years. And then last but not least, uh, the tap room, because we did say Central Texas. Sure. The tap room in San Marcos with uh, fresh buns made from a bakery there in town. Uh, those are my four. So you can vote now. Who had the best burger draft as far as burgers in our area at the C.J. Morgan? Vote now. Vote for me because, Jason, he doesn't get to win this one. It's time for sports brought to you by Almost Sports on 102.7 ESPN. Matt Bearden's here. Not a part of 102.7 ESPN, but a part of this show. My friend, and we've been doing this a very long time. Uh, let me update the standings and everything really quick. I'm currently 0-4. At the end of the year, that means I'm heavily getting close to having to buy you dinner. Love it. Love it. Sure. Not fair. We have two tiebreakers in play so far. The first tiebreaker is table football, Mm -hmm. which we will do once I am at full strength and health. Once that arm is healed. Correct. And that toe is healed. (laughs) And those fingers have healed. It's never going to be. And that brain is healed. Just going to have constant wounds for the rest of your life. (laughs) Our next tiebreaker, I convinced Matt to do this, Spencer. I think you're in the other room. But uh, not not this Monday, but the Monday after, uh, our building is hosting a Halloween costume contest. And I propose the tiebreaker for a previous sports bet be um, whoever ranks higher in the costume contest, Matt or myself. What? No way. Here's the Matt f- didn't agree to that. He did. What? I finally badgered him to do it. 
Okay, Here, cool. Here's the thing, though. I'm ready for that. Obviously, I'm the goofball that has a bunch of dumb costumes and wigs and outfits and all that. So it's not it's not unexpected for me to come with a big presentation and costume. My best one yet was uh, months after my dog died. I wore jeans, boots, and a shirt, covered myself in dirt and blood, had my dog Miles's bed, a skeleton of a dachshund, and then a little hole here and a giant hole in the mm. side of my head, and it was called Miles and CJ Reunited, and I carried a shovel around, so like I dug up my dog and then blew my brains out, and everyone was like, oh! Yeah, uh, that I was won, the correct response. I, I won Best Duo that year. Ah, the, the pity vote. <laughs> yeah, the Best Costume Duo. Uh, but the thing, the thing about me is like, yeah, I'm going to go over the top, I'm going to do this stuff, but the thing about Matt is everyone thinks he's so cool, that Matt just shows up in a clown nose. Everyone's like, oh, Matt Bearden's here and he's participating. Point, 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 point. They're going to, Matt Matt has the potential to rank higher just by I showing up. I already have my costume, by the way. Oh, yeah? Oh, so you it, actually. It's just clothes you own already. Uh, I will say one year someone, Perfect. someone dressed as Matt Bearden from upstairs and they ended up placing. They wore a trucker hat, yeah. a pearl snap shirt with a belly, <laughs> and uh, I forget what the other props were, but. Uh, some Wranglers, maybe. And some some, something like that, and they ended up winning. Uh, but the entire point of this is to get to this week's sports bet. There will be no tiebreaker. Uh, so instead of four matches, we're going to pick five. Yesterday, Thursday, did you know, was a very rare event. It was called a Sporting Equinox. Do you know what that is? I'm guessing because there were so many big games all happening on the same date. Similar, yeah. But uh, all four of uh, America's uh, major sports leagues all played on the same day. Oh. Major League Baseball, um, Pickleball. Uh, Major WNBA. League Soccer, WNBA, and uh, Monday Night Raw Wrestling. Uh, no, but uh, there was baseball, there was NFL football, there was uh, hockey, and there was NBA yeah. all on the same day. So uh, it, it's a very special one. We have a different sport to pick from on this day. So much fun. A weekend full of stuff. Playoff basketball, playoff baseball, Longhorns with their biggest test of the season yet. Uh, we've run out of time, so we'll be back, and Matt will make his picks. Feel free to help him at Matt Bearden on Twitter. We're coming right back then. Right back. Don't go anywhere. Stay here. Yeah. It's pull over. Yes. <laughs> it's sports bet time. We did a lot of yammering. Uh, point is, I'm 0-4 on the season. Two tiebreakers in place. Uh, there will be no tiebreaker this week. Straight up five matches starting Within our lives, I'm guessing probably the biggest one, uh, Texas visiting Stillwater, Oklahoma State. Um, if there's one place I hate as a Texas fan, Texas playing more, not more, but just right under Jones Stadium in Lubbock, it's got to be Stillwater. They're just as rowdy, trash, nothing else to do. It's a 2.30 game, which means they're going to be drunk and angry. The players? Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel better uh, about it now. Uh, Texas, a 6.5 favorite at OSU. Uh, Matt, you taking OSU in the points, 6.5, or you taking Texas? Here's the toughest thing about this, okay? Um, they Yes, they did have an off game last week. Uh, but what we've seen is this team has real potential to, to be dominate. Um, it's can they get that together? And every team plays against Texas. They, they circle Texas and OU on their calendar. So you're getting the best of every team every week. Yeah. OSU has looked fantastic. But have they had any true, real, fantastic tests? 
couple times they have. Lost to TCU in overtime. They really slowed him down. Their quarterback is a little busted up with his shoulder, but he's a very mobile quarterback, and Texas has struggled on against mobile quarterbacks, specifically on third and longs. Yeah, I know. And so here's what I'm going to say, and I know that uh, fellow Longhorn fans out there are going to be upset with me, but I do not feel secure about UT winning this game by a full touchdown or more. So you're going to take OSU in six and a half? I am. Okay. Boy, that hurts me to do. I'm such a homer. I'm such a homer. You took Texas uh, instead of the points last week and lost, so yeah. it's all right. Uh, another big one I'll hopefully be at this Sunday at Q2 Stadium, Frisco FC. <laughs> uh, Dallas taking on Austin FC, the number two seed, uh, your Listos Verde Austin FC against the number three seed in the Western Conference. Matt, who you got? Austin FC, Dallas. This is insane because uh, we rolled Dallas. We I don't know if you guys know, but I play for Austin FC. We rolled Dallas uh, multiple times this year. I do not feel good no, about it. No, it's been two reason. draws. Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Dallas. Damn. I'm feeling very insecure. Maybe it's just because of the weather or something, <laughs> but I'm not feeling good about any of my I teams right one. now. Uh, just to do uh, the Cowboys as well, traveling to Detroit. Uh, they are a seven-point favorite. You take Dallas in the touchdown or Detroit? Oh, you're going to make me take the touchdown? I'll take Dallas and the touchdown. Dallas and the touchdown. Uh, game three, Saturday, uh, Houston Astros, New York Yankees. Who you got? Game three, Houston Astros, New York Yankees. Yankees will take game three. Okay. That's a smart pick. I didn't want to tell you, but it's, it's their home game. It's I their know. first one. No, back. I know that. Something you should know is that I'm a huge Astros fan. I'm also a huge Yankees fan. They used to be in different leagues. My dream was always to have a an Astros-Yankees World, World Series. Series. This is a fun thing for me that they're playing each other because I can't lose. So I'm just watching the game, and I was at a bar last night, and I kept cheering for both teams, and I think people there thought I had lost my mind because they were like, who does this guy root for? You're crazy, man. Uh, last but not least, uh, who wins F1? You taking Verderstopper or the field? I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't even know what you just I'm, said to me. Yeah, who's the, <laughs> There's some dude. It's not Hamilton, but there's another guy who's the favorite. Um, let's just go NBA. My Dallas Mavericks. You want to take uh, a bet on of any Austinites to get into F1? Not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, whoa, no, no. You would lose because that's where all of our bartenders and servers and staff so they, oh, they go Austin, to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies. Who you got? Oh, let's go Mavs. Go Mavs. Go Mavs. There we go. That's your sport bet for this week. CJ 0-4 on the season, leaning towards having to buy Matt a stupid dinner. The scariest kids' TV shows, not that scary. Or are they? And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to, to say that... That I'm a nerd. Time to get nostalgic on the Nerd Report and discuss uh, Den of the Geeks' recent rating of the scariest 90s kids' TV shows. And I'm going to tell you, none of these were scary because I watched, as a kid, the scariest two, not one, but two TV shows back in the day. Uh, let's start let's the see. list, and then we'll discuss afterwards. I got some guesses of what's going to be up there. Eh, let's go. Just go ahead. Uh, Goosebumps for three years from 1995 to 1998 uh, mm. had their own scary TV I show. I loved the Goosebumps. We mm. used to play them, and uh, well, you know, we used to play them 
in the library for Halloween at school. <laughs> and specifically the first one where it's like, smile, say cheese and say die. Say cheese and die with, with the camera. Ryan Gosling. He's like, he's in it. He's a baby in it. <laughs> Here's no- the deal, though. The books to me were thrilling. Maybe not scary, but the books were thrilling oh, because, yeah, again, reading that- a book, your imagination can yeah. run wild with you. Uh, TV show, not that much, although I, I did enjoy it. I think there um, were a few standout episodes that were really solid, too, in Goosebumps, whereas it, overall it was just more... Uh, it wasn't a badly produced show. Yeah. I, I will say that because, I'm again... I'm more of a Are You, are you Afraid of the Dark uh, uh, fan, personally. Thanks for spoiling the list. That's, uh, we'll you're just, welcome. We'll just not discuss that one now. What? Uh, Century Falls, no clue what that is. I guess a British serial drama. Around uh, the Twist... Mm-mm. No clue what that was. Animorphs. I don't remember Animorphs being scary. I just oh. remember it being dumb. I just yeah. remember it being a book. I don't remember it being a TV show. <laughs> no, I just remember it, looking at some of the books and the transformations on the front, yeah. how dumb they look. Like, they, hey, they, look, I'm a snapping turtle now. Like, well, that's not really that great. It, yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> that way. And what can you do? Uh, this one was one of my favorites. Um, it wasn't really scary, but it was kind of haunting and weird and mysterious. Erie, Indiana. I've heard of it. I know it only ever ran it. for I think a year or two, but it was very much like the Burbs, Hocus Pocus, X Files okay. for kids. Cool. Uh, Erie, Indi- Indiana was tight. Now to get to Spencer spoiling the list. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? They should have put that right next to Goosebumps if they didn't I want it spoiled. Nineteen ninety through ninety six. Loved that it. That was not me. also. Hayden yes. Christensen, Ryan Gosling were in it, Nev Campbell. Right. Really? Um, of course, Melissa Joan oh, Hart. Ryan Gosling. Are yeah. you afraid of the dark? They would start around it. a campfire, yeah. tell Fun. a story. A little story, and then, and then that was the lead into the, the show. magic dust in the fire where the story would start. Cool. Yeah, uh, those were fun, man. I would get scared, though. Another so. one I don't remember was called So Weird, um, kids show on the Disney Channel. I've heard of that so one. I don't think weird. I ever watched what it. Ran for two years. And the Disney Channel, did you have to pay extra for that, or did that come with cable? I'm not sure, um, man. Because I, rem- I remember Disney Channel. I was already at the age where I was a teen adult, so I went yeah. into Disney so Channel. Weird. But I remember what a huge thing it was, but I feel like it cost extra to Probably. Care about I'm not Disney sure, dude. I never paid for all that. Uh, and then the last thing they list here is Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes. Oh, that was going to be my main guess. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, there are some episodes where they are very unsettling, and yeah. they use different art styles sometimes to make the monster look otherworldly. So they'll it, have it was, like uh, it's just wild that that show is pretty decent. Like, yeah, no, no, that they had some good like weird things, some spooky elements, but again, not scary to me right. because I grew up one watching the X Files, which was the ultimate thriller, That's exciting right. show, and mm-hmm. they did have some spooky elements sometimes. Required by production means uh, there were some moments where they couldn't necessarily show you what the scary thing was, but you knew it was there. Yeah, you could yeah. like hear and in the that, background. Yeah, that, right? that was. Cool. Uh, I love that because it leaves it up to your imagination too. Which uh-huh. is the, sca- the most uh, frightening thing. No, my, my imagination. Mind. But another thing that I used to watch, I don't remember if we had uh, uh, HBO or Showtime for because every now and then they do a free running of it. But uh, Tales from the Crypt, yeah, bitch, yeah, yeah bitch. That Sorry, used my dad to be loved that freaking that <laughs> show because it was well, always. I remember the intro. You're like going through this little dungeon thing, and you have the crypt keeper who's very spooky, 
he busts out of the coffin at the end. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! It was Scared very me. much um, a modern but scarier uh, twist on the Twilight Zone. Yes. Oh, I love the I Twilight just, Zone. Yes. To where there was always some sort of lesson yeah. or some sort of like there was no good ending to it in the main character, and I think that also like psych. It was visually. Uh, frightful, but it was also psychologically frightful, and that's why, you know, Tales from the Crypt, just ultimate from the 90s. Very spooky. But last but not least, let's be real, the best spooky show from the 90s, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Once a year, very good uh, twists and takes on classic lore. They do like three stories an episode. Yeah, three stories an episode. I remember the Remember the never or the uh, Edgar Allan Poe one? I remember yes, that. that no, one. That's going to be one of my uh, Simpsons tattoos on my a... sleeves. Is going to be Bart as, as... the Raven. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. On 101X. My friend comedian Angelina Martin joins us once again to criticize my Ren Fair habits. Uh, by the way, if you ever come over to our house again, you need to see the new Lego room. Oh yeah, it's the same Lego room, but it is. You thought it was over the top before. <laughs> There's more clutter. There Just me? you wait. Is there a little castle in there? Uh, I actually took down the Lord of the Rings castle, and I <gasps> built a giant Battle of Hoth echo base thing. And on top of that, Angelina Martin... We'll talk about comedy, I promise, but I'm just, I want to show off my house to you, especially since when your mom visits, she comes and checks it out. So I feel like I need to have it. She loves it. She in thinks good shape. I'm successful because I'm friends with people who have a house. She's a real low bar for me. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell her we're still renters because even my, my, like, there's, that's a weird tier going from apartment to house to owning a house because I'm in the middle right now and I have coworkers that are like, you still rent? I'm like, where am I going to buy a house? With, also, what, with what money? Yeah, how dare I, you? How yeah. dare you judge me? I rent a shoebox with one window that is just painted on the wall. Well, so even renting a house by yourself, I'm like, that's the richest person I've ever met. Well, I, I, I'm, I feel good about that. Thank you. A, a dude that's Your spends, status, man. You got good status. way too much you on- got art? I got, yeah. <laughs> Period. Okay. okay. Let's, let's be yeah. real. Before I no get broken into- No posters. Let, yeah, no, no, and my, my mattress is also- on a stand. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That's so, huge. That's more than me. I don't, I have no mattress right now. Are you an inflatable air mattress? <laughs> it's inflatable, Tied. but, you know, inflatable is, a, it is in quotes. Well, um, but you're going to air it up every night because yeah. it's, yeah, I mean, every morning I wake up on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just roll off of it. It's like, flat. Oh, how do I get off this? That, I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas a cot. Um, Thank you yeah, so much. I see I want to upgrade my camping gear, so I'll just, that's how, I have a shed with camping gear in it, Tangelina. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you have a shed, bro? Dude. <laughs> I feel like Jason Dick right now, like just really, really rich and You're stuff. You're really revealing how middle class you are. Uh, I know. Yeah, but let, l- listen, let's be real. I'm very much <laughs> in debt. Uh, I just bought a giant Lego that's about this tall. It's bigger than my dog's. Um, but I traded in all my Legos I got as birthday and Christmas presents. I had been saving them up to do this. So I like how you're, you're trying to make it sound like a financially responsible decision. Well, <laughs> one, financially responsible. Two, a giant piece of crap. Yeah, because you saved these gifts and never opened them. And you saved them specific. We knew you were saving them, too, to trade them in. These are like gifts from like his fiance or like family yeah, or, true. you know, best friends. friends. I hope they're all listening <laughs> like, right now. Eh. Oh, don't worry. They're Thanks, not. But- <laughs> this is my 
way. If, if This is like me just yelling into the void or talking to my therapist. I'm so not worried about people listening to this crap that, it, that it's okay. But back to my house real quick, and then we'll get to your brand new show, which you are starting. Another show. I don't know how you do it. Well, <laughs> I know how you do it because you don't want to be at home in your box <laughs> on exactly. a mattress. If you had my weird smelling apartment, you'd try oh, to be out of it. Now, now you're telling me it's weird smelling too. <laughs> it was a shoebox. It's <laughs> not my fault that it smells bad, but it's also uh, it's just 1980s it's, carpet. It's character. It's got so See, much character. There you go. Bong water and the and thousands <laughs> of cats of the ladies and people that live there before you. Listen, it's just something to you know. Make me stronger. At least <laughs> I know you're, you're a true Austin stand-up comic because back in the day, you can't anymore. No one can afford to live there, but Sandstone on Manor used to be, I think Pat Dean still lives there maybe, but uh, uh, there's I'm not going to out him fully, but there's a comic named Joe who is the property manager, and he would get all the comics like lived at Sandstone. That's where when my fiance Lisa and I met, that's where she lived. And it was basically, mm. he wouldn't make him sign a lease. Wow. He was real lax on payments, but also real lax on fixing stuff. So you had like every stand-up lived in these rundown apartments, which yeah. are still run down, but now they just have a new facade. Dude. And uh, it's the hit place in town to live. So well, imagine the worst part is like having to, you know, give people rides to open mics because you live near them, you know? Because <laughs> like, you're the one with the car. <laughs> no. Very unfortunate. Just rotate it. Yeah. Just a comedy co-op. I remember... It was a good time. It was always nice, like going back to her place because there's always someone outside hanging out. So you have that going. And I got to say, my art is crappy art that I painted that can I can't fit in storage. Or Lisa's mom likes to give us all the stuff she buys on cruise ships that she doesn't like. So we have a bunch of. We look like a, a crappy Airbnb with all our artwork. Looks like a nice Airbnb to me. You know what? You're the sweetest. Yeah, but you're... I also have a lot of Pink Floyd posters, so not a lot of taste going on. Nothing wrong with that. I had a blacklight room once. Uh, anyhow, you're, you're starting another new show. You have yes, so many great shows. I'm addicted. Can't be alone with myself. No. So. Gotta fill the void. Keep the voices. Yes. Uh, what do you got going on? Uh, well, I'm starting a new show. Uh, the first one is going to be at uh, the Ballroom at Spider House uh, this Tuesday. Uh, a new show is called Good Time Club. Um, I like that vibe. Yeah, I, I like sh- uh, starting. I have other shows, so if you know some more. Buzzkill at uh, the Buzz Mill every Wednesday. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've started shows with uh, more, um, you know, I thought every show had to have like a really uh, intricate, unique premise. Um, like but the I'm, Glow Show is one. Yeah, really cool. But yeah, I just felt like, I don't know, I just wanted to do kind of a more um, just straight up stand up show. Just have good like, comics and yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so. And But also kind of still make it feel like a party somehow. So we're going to have uh, my friend Colton is going to do a, a free photo booth. And um, he's oh, a really great Col- photographer. Colton Matoka. He used to work here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I used to work with him over on the news station. I was, that's uh, so cool. Yeah. Colton. He I was, just took portraits for Comedy Central. I just told him online. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, that looks really cool because he's using film and stuff. Uh, let's play a couple songs and let's come back and talk more about your show. Because, yes. uh, again, you are very funny. I enjoy all the work you do. You're you're a friend of the show, friend of my fiance's and, and me, hopefully. Thank you. Uh, I love but, to hear it. But I want to find out more about this and kind of what goes in behind the scenes of actually not just going and appearing and doing a show, but somehow wrangling five to six comics to be on time and at your show every week. We'll be uh, we'll be back with Angelina Martin after just a couple of songs.
comedian Angelina Martin is with us. Uh, we're going to talk about your new show coming up. Uh, Tuesday's your first uh, go at it, right? Yes, this Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Um, at, at the ballroom. At the ballroom. At Spider House. Yes. That's the new cooler we'll name. switched it around a little bit. But it's been one of my favorite venues for a really long time. Um, and it's such a dream to put on a show there. I think I put on... One other show there, a benefit for Bernie Sanders a few years back. That was really Man, fun. Man, Bernie rules. Cool. I, I, I got to see him speak in Austin uh, when he was uh, running yeah, for, I did, for I did too. D- the Democratic nomination. And, that and was, one of our comedian so friends fun. like opened for him. Who was Not it? Not as a comedian, but as like his campaign manager. Yeah. Really? None of us. Knew. I went with a bunch <laughs> of comedians and we didn't know that he worked for the campaign, especially like he was the campaign manager like in Austin. Wow, um, and he was the first person to speak like in front of like 10,000 people. Damn. Really excited. Shout that's out to insane. Tremaine Bradley. Oh, Tremaine? No, okay. Yeah. That's, I didn't know. That's crazy. It was really I cool. met that guy before. So you were talking about, um, you know, how a lot of shows do have cool concepts and like different out there things. Yeah, and I love those. Absolutely. It sets it apart. It's unique, but that can probably be really stressful to try to find in a city with so many great things and so many great shows going on to be like, what's my unique take? But uh, you're just wanting to put on good shows, solid yeah, comedians, and you've got, you do have some fun stuff people can do, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, I love giving comedians room to experiment and grow and do whatever they want. Um, but yeah, without, maybe not giving them homework or um, just like, I don't know, just I just wanted to make a show for stand-up fans because I was a stand-up fan before I was a stand-up, and I still am, and and I just yeah. want to book my favorite comics so I can watch them and cool. bring yeah. out uh, people who also just want to see just really stellar comedians um, doing some longer sets, too. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I always feel like, um, again, same stand-up fan, and we have so many good shows in town. In town. It's not a damn town anymore. It's so weird saying that I'm used hey, to man. saying. Don't knock yourself. It's a little on. old town. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the shows, you get people that, you know, you could see headline and do a, a, a set, but they're like five to six minutes, maybe ten minutes max. So sometimes it leaves you wanting more. So I do like being able to actually – get wrapped in a little more to a to a set and now open mics yeah let's keep that at three minutes but when it <laughs> when it comes to a show sometimes i feel like it's too short with a lot of people and you either get the two big jokes or it kind of seems yeah. rushed or i'm just like i want i want that person up there more yeah and when like the i want to reach out to just my all-time favorite comedians and when you get people like uh Bryson Brown and Mac Blake and the McEwen's on. They're hard to book because they're busy. They're so funny. <laughs> yeah. So when I get them there, I want them to. I don't do want them thing. to do just ten minutes. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to give them some space. And also, uh, my friends Claire Blackstone and Carlton Wilcox. She's awesome. Carlton, who you co-host, uh, yes, uh, Buzzkill with. Buzz with. Real funny. Yeah, he's um, an amazing writer and performer. And Clara just won second place in the funniest person oh, in yeah. Austin awesome yeah. contest out of like. About four thousand comedians, I'm guessing, but uh, uh, she absolutely killed. And it was good results does. this year. This was one of the years where I'm like, oh yeah, because everyone was worried at first because it was like based on fans. So how many friends you could pack in the early in rounds? The first round, yeah. But after that, like it was, it was uh, there were there was some solid. Uh, I mean, I think Tyler won overall, Tyler Gross, and, yeah. and we just had him in a week before. Thanks to Tyler you, you introduced won. him yeah, to us, and he was great. Yeah, he was He'll cool. Be on a High Priestess actually uh, next week, which on- is another one. Your cool yeah. shows that you do Monday, November seventh. Uh, yeah, Tyler will be on that um, High Priestess show. 
Um, but yeah, they're great, great results. So I'm just really uh, excited and I feel lucky that we have so many great comedians right here in Austin and that so many people are willing to come in for the show. Bryson's always on the road, so I'm really happy that he's making time to do this show because anyone who has seen Bryson Brown perform is, says he's one of the funniest people alive. Yeah. Um, and he's so nice too. So mm-hmm. I'm really And you excited. get, uh, if you want to make it about you, you can have your photo taken by our you, friend yeah, Colton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can get Colton. Uh, Colton is a professional photographer. He takes amazing portraits. Mm-hmm. So included with the very cheap ticket price, it's, uh, 12 bucks online, 15 at the door. You can get like a really nice photo. Yeah. Get a cute date photo, you know. Good drinks at the pick. Spider House. You have uh, food Arlo's, Arlo's food right truck. outside. Yeah, so it's going to be a good time. It's I'm a great right. hang right in Austin. Yeah, um, where do we get tickets? Um, you can get them um, on Eventbrite. Uh, if you don't want to search on Eventbrite, you can check out at Good Time Club ATX on Instagram. I'm posting all the lineup on there, bios on all the great comedians. And I have the ticket link there. Um, that's at Good Time. I'm Club ATX on Instagram. Good job with uh, securing the name. I always, when someone always has like an underscore and a lot of stuff you have to read into, it's like, hey, just make it simple. Uh, so there you go. And uh, where do we follow you? Because occasionally you'll post thirst traps before you promote your comedy shows. I, uh, very, very I work smart with idea. Whatever I've got. Okay. I was a hoe first, comedian second. Mm-hmm. Bruce, um, Bruce. And me too. Me too. And a little overlap. Uh, but yes, you can follow me at Angelina J. Martin for comedy shows and or thirst traps traps. I don't care why you follow me. Yeah, either way, <laughs> just follow. Uh, thank you very much for coming and Thanks hanging with us. Me. Uh, best of luck this Tuesday. Ballroom at Spider House. At the Spider House. so weird to say. I just keep saying Spider House. But point being, uh, go see some great Austin comedy. I know we just got over ACL Fest and stuff, but it's perfect weather to sit on that patio, mm. go watch a nice show, have a cold beer, have some food, and just laugh, laugh your ass off with, like you said, some great comics I mean, that are up and coming that are traveling that are already established you mentioned mac blake funniest person in austin from a couple of years ago so it's well well worth it angelina martin thank you for hanging out with us Anytime. and please come see my lego room soon you're gonna be so impressed I dude will. i'm already see- impressed let me know when your mom's in town okay i, I want to come uh-huh. visit as well <laughs> thank you did you know let's find out Wow. Did you know that in the 1960s, McDonald's actually tested uh, a hula burger? A what? Grilled pineapple and cheese. Huh. When was this? That was it. 1960s. Grilled pineapple and cheese. That is it. No, 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 no. You got to have some kind of pork on that. Grilled pineapple, delicious, but you got to have pork. Uh, That does not sound good. Why would you just add bread to that? Does it make... Oh, well, whatever. You know what they tested in the 60s? Uh, LSD. If women could be treated as people. Oh. Turns out. Mm-mm. Hey, Didn't don't be negative, up. dude. Uh, however, there was another item they tested head to head against the uh, hula burger. And did you know the Fileo fish uh, outsold the hula burger 350 to 6? I'm sorry. I'm very confused. You're saying that people would rather have a fish sandwich, something that we regularly would eat, as opposed to. Going into a place and having a grilled chunk of pineapple? Yes. Excuse me. Can I have that pineapple on a bun, please? <laughs> uh, <laughs> With some cheese? Uh, you know what that <laughs> was? So is, this is some CJ crap. So let's say we're all in a room and we're brainstorming ideas, and I'm like, uh, my idea, fish filet. 
Um, and someone's like this, 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 and that. And then CJ's the one that gets to arbiter the idea. And they're like, yeah, well, let's test the fish fillet against a quarter pounder. Let's test the fish fillet. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to test the fish fillet against some garbage. I'm going to make up so my fish fillet wins. That's some CJ crap, McDonald's. You're cheating. Also, Matt, quick question. Uh, I have an idea for a new type of chips because they're doing uh, uh, Lay's potato chips for the World Cup. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And all their flavors are Southwest. Yeah. It's just Southwestern sort of flavors you can find here in Texas. Every, every single thing, but it's to represent There's like a barbecue the, one. There's like a jalapeno one. <laughs> their, their entire, it's so generic sounding. I know. They're, they're delicious sounding. They represent the flair of Mexico and Southwest United States and Latin America, but their whole press release was like, in the World Cup, we're introducing new chips to have everyone in the world celebrate. Tell me if this doesn't sound good to you. Fish and chips, to representing England, fish and chips chips. So what it is Crisps. is you you have a little bit of a, a fish oil, slight bit of vinegar and salt on the chips. So it's basically salt and vinegar chips, but with fish oil. Doesn't that does that sound appealing? It does not. Mm-mm. Are you kidding me? Fish <laughs> oil's great. <laughs> on its own, is it? I've never CJ, tried it on its own. I don't get. Listen this. to me. Listen to how this sounds. Fish in a bag. Yeah. Room temperature. Fish in a bag. Exactly. Mm. It's it's uh, how I became a man. <laughs> Did you know? Okay. Um, let's move on to music. Uh, Did you know? Oh. The legendary Chicago singer, I do believe, Peter Cetera, uh, wrote the song Glory of Love for Rocky Four. Guess what? They decided not to use it, those jerks. So what did it get used for? I remember it got used for a different movie, didn't it? Uh, Karate Kid Part 2, nice. number one on the Billboard charts, and uh, even got an Oscar nomination. Wow. Stupid Rocky Four. <laughs> Peter Cetera, correct me if I'm wrong, did you know? But isn't he kind of the one that a lot of rock people and jazz head, not jazz, but that kind of genre, They he ruined Chicago for people, right? I don't because, know anything about the band Chicago. Because they're like, 46 and 2, and then Peter Cetera was like, I be- this is Did You Know. You just tell me that that's what yeah. it was, and I'll believe you. Yeah, Peter Cetera ruined Chicago. Did you know that? Uh, coming up next on 101X. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. Get paid to drive around town. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Bearden's here. Is it Weird? Is it Wired? Getting paid to drive around town? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch something to you guys. Uh, this was big in the original dot-com boom. Starting to make a comeback. Would you put a vinyl decal or sticker on your car advertising something if you got paid for it? Uh, back in the day, I would have, but now I'm so worried that people will know my car's my car that they'll break out my window because they hate me. <laughs> okay. I think okay. that's very fair. There are two different co- companies, uh, Carvatize and Rapify. Uh, they lead the like these uh, uh, advertising initiatives. I have another question for you. Um, let's say, okay, Spencer, I'll go to you. Sure. Would you, if I, here's the deal. You put a big sticker of Coca-Cola on the side of your car. Okay. Okay. Um, all you have to do is... Uh, Spencer's Whataburger. Uh, He's I'm trying gonna... to win that Xbox. Okay, CJ. I'm just what helping. you need hypo- it to be is the combine. It's Whataburger. Hypothetically, Spencer represents Whataburger. Okay. Sure. And you're representing Whataburger, okay? Here's okay, what I do. I you're going to get a check. Whataburger, not Waterburger. <laughs> you're going to get a check uh, from the Whataburger company. 
when you get that check, uh, you have to send me $1,200 as the finder's fee. I'm the company that helped you get together that. And then from now on, as long as they want to advertise, you get to keep the rest of all the checks in the future. Is that something you'd be willing to do? Sounds like a scam. Sounds a little scammy. I'm glad that you picked up the scam very quickly because currently there are thousands of people in America that are getting picked up. They're getting finding these ads online. They're being advertised to through apps sometimes. And it turns out what happens is the check you get is fake. Yeah. It's not from the company at all. Oh, and man. the uh, third party dude. that's telling you that they've hooked this up and they're your manager, you've already wired them money. So that you never, can get, yeah, never send money to a place first. Like that should be so come, step well, one. The thing is, that the, the money first thing they got around because they're saying, "Oh, you're getting the check from Waterburger directly. You'll get a and you get a check that says Waterburger Company on it, <laughs> and you go and they say, "Hey, but you have to pay us when you deposit it. You have to pay us that twelve hundred immediately, or huge fines accrue right away." I'm cashing that check and saying, "Bye, baby." Yeah, well, they're realizing it. Some people are finding out. It's too late, and then they have yeah. to repay the money from that check, and they've already <laughs> wired the money off to some other company, Dude. and they're getting scammed. Um, I've said it before. I'm very intrigued by good scams. Isn't and that it's, interesting? I mean, there's something psychologically interesting about how creative these people are, but it's so frustrating. Here's what frustrates me. They're sending you a sticker that they're printing. You're putting it on your car, and you're not getting a check for like a month, which really sets your brain into the idea of like, I have this job. I'm making my side hustle money. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. I'm going to be able to pay my bills. This is helping me pay off my car Plus insurance. It's, it's not like a get-rich-quick sort of scam right, type thing. Right, And you think, <laughs> oh, I pay my $1,200 finder fee, and then I'm going to be able to keep like $800 every month. Uh, turns out, no, you're not going to keep any of that. You uh-huh. have been scammed. Yeah, it's hitting the working class guy. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely gonna, not cool. Uh-huh. Uh, it's definitely a weird, I'm going to give it, and I do want to keep everybody out there in the know because I don't want you to get ripped off. Spencer, great news. Our cool event just got cooler. Uh, which one? Uh, well, we have so many, but no, I'm talking about uh, the Friday before Halloween, next Friday, not this Friday. Mm. Uh, we're going to be hanging out at Oscar Blues Brewery That's right. doing a live show. So you can come and stare at us awkwardly while we make our very bad fart jokes. Um, I make mine. Yours are funny. Thank you. Uh, You can hear all the secret things we say off air. You can watch us kiss. Uh, I would prefer we keep that private. Okay. We'll do that. No, we can kiss for Uh, y'all. I don't care. Well, I think we have a green room, so we can... We can uh, do nice. our kissing there. We do our pre-show uh, kisses. Uh, point being, uh, it's it's a big deal. We're going to screen uh, Killer Clowns. From Outer Space. Whoa! The it's cult classic awesome, movie. Uh, absolutely free. Uh, Oscar Blues. You can find uh, details at the website, 101x.com. But we're also doing a costume contest. Yeah. And those can always be kind of iffy because people are like, I don't know. Do I want to dress up? It's a Friday. I'm already going to this thing. I got the kids. Yeah. Uh, but here's the deal, man. Uh, our costume contest is actually going to kick ass. Dude, yeah. Because uh, we check got out. We some prizes, baby. Check out the prizes. We actually have prizes. What a novel thing, radio having prizes. Yeah. We're uh, not just going to give you a pat on the back. Uh, I'm not going to list what the prizes are for. I'm just going to tell you the pile of stuff we have to give away. Okay. $400 cash, Woo. $150 gift card, plus some sweet radio swag. Uh, you get access to three 101X concert series shows, so three pairs of t- tickets to Foles, That's right. AWOL Nation, and the 1975 uh, we also have other cash prizes. We have $50 gift mm-hmm. cards. And again, uh, chances to go 
to 101X Concert Series show. Yeah. So you can win tickets galore, you can win cash galore, and you get to watch Spencer and CJ do what? Kiss? Kiss. Mwah. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Pewter Austin. 101X. 101X.